remember, 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 the 25th of January is what, is what the movie is about, I think, probably. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, my name, no, fuck, how does this, po- how my podcast go? How do I do my podcast? I don't say this part. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome back. This is a movie discussion podcast where two and sometimes other folks talk about movies, and my name is Sam Bannigan, and Andrew Thomas is, his mic is broken, and that's why we didn't have an episode last week, and that's why this week and next week, Andrew will not be on the podcast, and instead... I have my good friend and roommate, Ben Osgood. Hi, I'm Ben Osgood. That's Welcome. my name. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> I've wanted to have you on the podcast for a very long time. It sucks that it took Andrew not being on the podcast to make it's, it happen. It's fine. But you know, I was a bit intimidated as well. So like this being an excuse to like actually do it is good yeah, for yeah. me to like not be it's kinda of scary. It's like, fine. Are you good at po- <laughs> I listen to so many podcasts. Yeah. And then, can I, can I actually do this? Can I actually podcast? It's just talking. I'm a white man, so I, <laughs> that's my first qualification. This is, yeah, this is the first <laughs> only white men podcast yeah. that Welcome Back has had, which is wild. And I'm so sorry about, I'm the one to do this, but <laughs> don't worry, it won't be for long. Uh, no, it's great. It'll be, it'll be wonderful. Um, so, first off, uh, how you doing, Ben? How's, how are things in life? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah? Had a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm feeling like rejuvenated going back to work and like just powering through the next, I don't know, few weeks and yeah. talking to see more people and and be less depressed in general. Yeah. You know? But, um, I you know, I'm doing okay. Yeah, life is life is everything feels like it's gray right now. That's how I feel. Like the past month has been that was very much gray. Yeah, and Saturday was very colorful. (laughs) Saturday was color I needed in my life again to be reminded of of the joys um, that are out there still, and I will feel again. Yeah, and then we decided to do a very gray film. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm also I'm doing fine. I had a good Saturday. As well, um, yeah. I don't know. Same as same as normal. I'm doing fine. I had a bit of a bleh week, and then felt better as the as the days went on. Um, so we are doing V for Vendetta. This was uh, we were trying to decide between a couple movies. We landed on V for Vendetta because uh, we both haven't seen it since we were like. 12 years old so we don't under we didn't understand it then uh and revisiting it is is interesting yeah i definitely didn't understand <laughs> any of the themes 10 no. years ago oh my god no um, uh so overall overall the film revisiting it do you remember liking it when you were a kid do you like it now do you not like it now where are you at vis-a-vis V. <laughs> I remember liking it, I think, as a kid. Okay. I think I liked the action scenes were cool. Sure. 
and Natalie Portman was cute, and I was a young boy. Yeah. And um, the explosions were cool. It's true. And I, but I, and I think I liked the aesthetic to some extent. But this, this I'll come back to this. It's very Matrixy in some ways. Yeah, I liked Matrix. Matrix also didn't get it back then, but Matrix yeah. is cool. This is like Matrix-ish, but more politics. You know, the Cor- key, yeah, like, it's yeah, more yeah, obvious. It's more yeah, politics yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah. Liked it because of that. Think back to it. I think I still like it. Okay. It's a really, it's an interesting film. That and I wasn't bored at all. Um, sure. It's not perfect. But I think I like it. You still like it? <laughs> I think I still like it. Cool. I didn't really like it. Okay. I thought it was fine. I remember, I think I liked it when I was a kid. I honestly don't remember, like, anything about it. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, did I watch this movie? I don't know if I actually watched this movie or if I saw, like, my mom watch it in the living room, and I saw, like, a scene or two, and that's all that was in my head, you know? Uh, so I didn't really, yeah, I didn't have any memories of it very much. Right. Um, but this time around, I, 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 I think it's, I think it's interesting, but I just didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> there, there was too much that I was like, why is this happen? Why is, okay, sure. Yeah. All right. That is a logical thing for these characters to be doing. Sometimes it was just like, why the fuck? Okay, yeah, sure, let's just move on. Uh, yeah, I wish I'd read the graphic novel before. I'm curious how much this is like, they, them having to edit down, you know, three hours yeah. of content into an already fucking two-hour movie. Yeah. You know? It's very true. Maybe I would like the graphic novel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested enough that I if if someone were to be like, hey, I have it. Here you go. I, I would think, probably read it. I think I have. I might have. Do it. you have I think it? I might have it. Okay. Uh, well, you can read it and yeah. then let me know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just none of the uh, like. We're gonna start off with the actors. Uh, all the performances I think are like pretty good. I think Natalie Portman is like not her best, but. She gets better. She gets so much better as the movie goes on. Yeah. And as her career goes on that I'm sort of like, eh, it's fine. Everyone has a couple duds. Yeah. Whatever. It's Natalie Portman. I know I love you. Like, yeah. it's fine. Um, it's like once she gets her head shaved, she decides to start acting. Yeah. You well, know? she doesn't really have anything to do beforehand. Which is, which is fair. But she was she's very flat. She, oh, not yeah. flat. She just, I, don't, I can't tell what her character... What her character is thinking or do I just I can't read her. Yeah, it's odd. Unless I have a choice to be so. Yeah, I mean it's the same in Star Wars, which she did on either side of this. Yeah, right. Because this was what two thousand six six oh five. I think this was two thousand six. Oh six in Canada, at least. Wikipedia uh, says oh six. I'm looking it up on Letterboxd. It also says oh five. So I don't know. Two thousand five. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it came out in 2005, so this was the same as, year as that Return of the, Revenge Revenge of the, the Sith, Sith, right? Yeah. What a year to be in <laughs> two weird movies. Um, crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought she was, like, fine. She's good. 
See, mid-aughts, Natalie Portman. Yeah. She doesn't do Black Swan for a few years. No, I think it's still her best film. Have you seen Fox Lux? No, I should. Fox Lux slaps. All right. right. It's a a (laughs) weird fucking movie. It is the weirdest movie. And she's like 10 out of 10 incredible in it. Okay. Yeah. Jude Law is in it. Okay. It's great. It's weird. Uh, Portman's career is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I really liked her in um, Lucy in the Sky, which was a bad, which was a horrible film. Sure. But she's great in it. Um, yeah, that movie was, was, I wish that movie was good. Lucy in the Sky could have been great, and it wasn't, and it was very disappointing. It's a lot of movies, is, Yeah, is the issue. Well, it's so interesting. I don't, uh, if anyone gives a shit, Lucy in the Sky, it's about, like, this woman, she goes to space, and she comes back, and she doesn't know how to be, like, a regular person anymore, because right. she's, like, been to space, That's and good. she, and it yeah. kind of breaks her a That's little a good bit. premise. And so she develops this relationship with John Hamm, who is, like, someone who, has also been to space, so they, like, understand each other on a different way. But then it breaks down into, like, this weird other bullshit that doesn't really yeah. make any sense. And it abandons this wonderful premise of, like, yeah, space changes you, like, right. as fundamentally right. as a person. So they fuck up the premise by They not, fuck it up so bad. It. Yeah. Okay. It's a mess. But she's really good at it. Okay. John Hamm is also very charming. <laughs> He's a charming man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's his whole career. Um... Uh, uh, Hugo Weaving. We're just starting at the top. Hugo Weaving is great. I love Hugo Weaving. He does his thing, which is good. (laughs) Yeah, he does his thing, which is good, weird guy. Yes. I can't imagine anyone else's voice now behind that mask. Yeah. Because he he sells it. Yeah. Those lines, when he's fucking, like, doing his alliteration shit. Yeah. Is already kind of goofy. Oh, it's so goofy. Um, and it, it still is goofy, but he makes it... (laughs) <laughs> like anyone else I'd be laughing off my ass yeah here I'm like okay it it works yeah because it's Hugo Weaving because it's Hugo Weaving you know because he, he does such it. a good job yeah um uh yeah since we started at the top which is normally the opposite of how we do um uh Stephen Ray playing uh Inspector oh, Finch yes. uh I think he's fine he's totally fine I don't know what else he's done his face is. Oh, he's uh, in Greta. Weird. Familiar. He's one he's of those. Oh, he's in, he's in Interview with a Vampire. He's in. I just know. I just see his movies here. He's in Underworld. <laughs> he's in some weird ones. He's in some weird ones. But but uh, oh, he's in a John Claude Van Damme movie. That's funny. Uh, yeah, he's fine. He's he's does a pretty pretty decent. Pretty decent job. He's he's one of those British actors who just is a working actor who does TV and stage and movies and is like totally good, totally fine. All of it, and he's just he's he's just there. He does his thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna be upset about it. Um, the most surprising cast member who I had no idea was in this film, (laughs) Stephen Fry. Forgot he was in this, which is just out of nowhere, and he's great. He's great. He's I love fantastic. Stephen Fry. He does, he does a really good job. Yeah. It's because he's playing himself. Yeah, it's ways. because he is just playing himself. He's just himself. playing Stephen Fry. Yeah. Which is when Stephen Fry is the best. Yeah. So, good casting. Yeah. Great casting for, for Stephen. Uh, we also got John Hurt, another one of those actors who is just in everything. And he's always good. He's so good. He's I love John he's Hurt. He's fantastic. John Hurt is absolutely wonderful. We actually, we watched Alien together recently. 
Yeah. Fairly recently. Yeah. A few months ago. Yeah. He's in that too. He's so. Di- I always forget he's in that movie because he's so different. Yeah. Like John. Well, he Her- dies also. Like he dies, he dies first. Yeah. Right. So you always yeah. kind of you remember. Oh yeah, I remember all the other people because they aren't immediately dead. Yeah. <laughs> But then you watch the movie and you're like, oh, yeah, it is John Hurt. John Hurt. Oh, why don't I remember him? And then he gets the face hugger. Immediately. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's why. Because he's yeah. dead, dead. And yeah. he doesn't do, like, the John Hurt thing in that film. Yeah. Like, he, like the, what he does in this movie is the John Hurt thing. Yeah. It doesn't happen to Alien. He doesn't do that in Alien, no. Um, yeah, those are sort of all the people. Like, there's, a, I mean, there's other actors... Who do perfectly? The other cop who is like always plays a cop. Yeah, Um, the guy from uh, Perfect Graves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also in Emma, the other movie that we were considering doing. Ray did that. Um, (laughs) uh, If only Johnny Flynn was in this movie. Oh, I wish that'd be great. Can you imagine? (laughs) Imogen Poots is who that person is. She plays the young. Valerie. Oh yes, yes. In the yes, in the yes, letter, yes. I was like, "Who the? I know this person from a million things." And it's Imogen Poots. Uh, wonderful in in Green Room and Pop Star, and all the other things I've seen her in. I need to watch Green Room. Oh yeah, that's Green the Room. one that's on the list. Oh, Green Room's so good. If we hadn't done it, if I hadn't done it for the podcast already, yeah, I would have just. I would have said I knew you Green guys Room. Done Green Room, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, so the cast, I think overall, does a good job. They No one's weak. No one does a horrible job. Everyone does their thing. And it's totally, totally fine. Um, uh, and then directed by James McTe- McTeague. Yeah. Who <laughs> directed also Ninja Assassin. In 2009, um, The Raven in 2012. Movies you've never heard of. Luke uh, Evans is in The Raven, I guess. <laughs> and John Cusack. Yeah. Weird. He did uh, Sense8. Oh, he did Sense8. So I just Wikipedia here before we started recording. He's like only worse with the Wachowskis. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. He was in Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Um. And he produced John Wick, I guess. Sure. Um, so yeah, he, he's a he's a Wachowski pal. Um, oh, he's been a he's mainly assisted directed. It looks like, including like, the Matrix trilogy and Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Clones <laughs> which is interesting. Does he see Natalie Portman on the set? Probably. Like, Honestly, I, I need her in my Viva Vendetta that movie. probably is exactly how that happened. Right. Like, they did Attack of the Clones together, and then he was like, hey, I'm doing this other movie. Do you want to do that yeah. after you're done Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. And she was like, sure, why not? That sounds cool. Uh, Interesting, this is his biggest film by far. Yeah, definitely. His first <laughs> and biggest. Yeah. Yeah. He has a movie coming out next year, or last year that didn't come out, so it must be coming out in the future. Um, yeah, uh, he do, he does a fine job. I think there are some really, really nice shots uh, yeah, that I, I will more credit the director of photography because they do a really good job of some, yeah. of some of the shots, and I feel like the editing then takes away from some of those moments. Which 
I will then blame on him because like why would you cut away like an editor wouldn't cut a, probably wouldn't cut away from some of these moments that yeah. are really really beautiful for a random boring shot you know? yeah the directing's kind of weird like there was I, I remember there was this one shot I wrote down that it was so odd it reminded me of Serenity actually there's when Natalie Portman walks out into the rain oh yeah the, arm, weird the weird slow-mo like, like drop point of view yeah. slow-mo drop onto her face and then it hits her cuts immediately to her in the like to front, a front regular view. never comes back to that yeah and then does this this uh, juxtaposition with him in the fire and like yeah. both being reborn da 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 whatever I was like, this is a weird choice. It reminds me of those weird camera shifts in Serenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why did you put in this one thing yeah. that doesn't really fit stylistically with anything else you're doing? Well, in that one, it's because it's a video game. In that one, and the yeah. Kid is, like, changing Trendy the actually, camera. Trendy even actually better. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that shot made no sense. Yeah. Um, but there were some really pretty ones. Like, there was a shot of her, I think, in the jail cell. And it's just like, it's just, it's black except for like a key light that's just lighting her outline. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. And as soon as I had that thought, the shot was done. And I was like, why did we? Yeah. He cuts quick. But yeah, there are images in this movie that, that, the things that stayed in my mind from 10 years ago was not the plot or anything. It was the images. It was Natalie Portman getting her head shaved. Yeah. It was her lying in the jail cell in the dirt. It was her, you know, uh, digging her hand into the toilet, toilet water to get toilet paper out. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, those were the uh, images that stayed in my mind for 10 years. Yeah. And those were good. But again, is that is that the director of photography or is that the director? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Without being there, it's hard to say. I think he might have been going for some comic book Feelings. That's probably I felt what that it was. in some few shots yeah. of like he'd have like the the in the big like TV screen with John Hurt yeah and the cabal that looked like a comic panel you know yeah it very there much were definitely did. shots like them in a the hallway sometimes the shot of the prison were like this is yeah. the, this is the frame of a comic book yeah even that even that sequence of of her in the jail cell when it's like top down yeah, and she just keeps moving I'm just like I that's a page that in a comic page. book where she's just moving in each panel yeah. and nothing else is happening like 100%. I I totally. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting seeing, like, thinking about, like, the Watchmen movie and how um, Zack Snyder tried to do comic book yeah. frames by just doing them, but with real people. Yeah, like the exact Whereas frame. this felt like it was more evoking that. Like, it wasn't, like, yeah. it was like, yeah, this is a, a frame in a comic book, yeah. but it's not like, you know... Other than the one raindrop thing, it's not like a slow mo, so you can get the perfect frame of like the exact Shot same the moment book. from the book. You know, yeah. like it was like it, it felt like a bit more like it was evoking those images rather than just copying them outright. At least for me, yeah, it reminds me of some of the early actually Marvel films yeah. where they tried harder in the in the beginning to be more comic booky. Yeah, like the first Thor. <laughs> <laughs> also, God. Natalie Portman, yeah, really tried to invoke those comic book images, like you'd have the weird Dutch angles and all this stuff, yeah. you know. I'm gonna move away from that now, but like you know, this is, I think this was in the time when, if you're making a comic book film, you got to make it look like a comic book. Yeah, you kind of have you know? to do the comic book thing. Um, you don't have to, but people. No, thought, you don't have you know, to. Like, but they yeah, did for they did, a while. Yeah, yeah. Even like going back and like watching like the Rainy. Spider-Man yeah, movies, you like thing. kind of forget how 
it's just like oh that I've I've seen that panel yeah in a book yeah. before like but you don't always think of it until someone tells you it's like oh this looks like a comic book and you're like book. right it does yep why does Green Goblin have that fucking Why? dump trunk ass? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's it's not bad. It's not a bad style. It's not a bad style, but it just has to be done well. I think it is done well yeah. in V for Vendetta for the most part. No, yeah. I don't like that he keeps cutting away from like the prettiest shots. No, I agree. Um, yeah, and maybe that was the editor. Maybe that was him. Who knows? It ends up feeling like it's almost really stylized. I don't know. I feel like in that back to like it feels like Matrix Light. Matrix yeah. had the very set in style. Yeah. This has I feel like you know, it has some style in it, but it doesn't feel as strong as something like that, you know. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're do- directing a Wachowski script yeah. and you were assistant director on all the Matrix movies. I would I mean, I get it. Yeah. I, I just wish why. he'd gone even further with it, honestly. Sure, I think it'd be a better yeah. movie if he if he was like, I'm gonna commit to comic book and to Matrix stuff all the way. Yeah, you know? that would actually be a lot more interesting. Because there is I also the weird the knife fight at the Dude, end. All the action scenes. When like oh, when you can yeah. see yes. like the streaks <laughs> of his knives through the air, I'm just like, that's a comic book. That's that's, that's a comic book. Why are you doing this in this one fight and not any of the other ones that There's have happened? So already. much weird goofy shit in this movie. There's so much. And it was like, why, why is this in here? Yeah, like the fucking intro is—it's so dumb. The just the film is uh, so after like the real, you know, you see Guy Fox get killed. Yeah, yeah. And then the title card is like these cool fucking flames that we zoom out on. Yeah. And it says V for Vendetta. Yeah, yeah. And they're on fire, and it's like, what is this like goofy shit? It's like it's like Zorro. Yeah, it's like, it's like Zorro. <laughs> Like, why is it so silly? <laughs> Who knows, man? I don't get it. Um, yeah, uh, the script. The Wachowskis adaptation of a comic book. Yeah. Uh, was this the first thing they did after they did The Matrix? Quite possibly. Would, at the time, it would, would line up. Let me see. Uh, uh, it was, yeah. They did Matrix Revolution, and then they did V for Vendetta. And then Speed Racer. And then Speed Racer. <laughs> the wildest movie to have ever existed. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you think of, of their writing? I think it was, I don't know, I, I had no issues with it. Okay. It was fine, I thought. I mean, everything, uh, it was tight enough, there was enough of an arc, all the characters, the plot had a, I think, sensible, like, roundness to it. Sure. No one felt unfleshed out. I thought it was fine. It wasn't, like, remarkable. Yeah, it's not great. But it works. It does work. I think I, I my biggest issue I think is in the script. Okay. Mainly because, and this is stuff that I think we're going to get into with some of our later topics. Um. 
one, I don't think it makes any sense for Natalie Portman to give a shit about V at the end. Yeah, and, her, like, cry over her, over his death. And it's like, he tortured you yeah. for weeks on end. Like, yeah. what the... F- what are you talking... Why are you crying about this? Yeah. Like, why kiss him? No, like, it's she, so... She there's so much... <laughs> it's so shitty. Like, it's so bad. I hated that a lot. It yeah, made me fair. really upset. I was like, I understand, like, feeling a connection to him because, like, you... you you know, through the bullshit of of that of that scene where he's the one who's torturing her, um, to to then it be like, oh, her you know her eyes are open and she can see all the things that are actually wrong in the world yeah. now and blah 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 or whatever. However, they want to frame that, I get that part if that's what they're doing, but. Then he's like, I fell in love with you. And I'm like, you are a piece of shit, dude. Like, you are a, an asshole yeah. who tortured someone. And now you're going to go <laughs> blow up a like giant building and kill a bunch of people. What are you doing? Fucking ridiculous. You radicalized her, Sam. <laughs> it's just... No, they missed a step. I get why you, I get why you yeah. want to end there. But they missed a step along the way. Being like, okay, why yeah. does she care? Actually. And maybe that's like a deleted scene or some shit. Yeah. Or maybe it makes sense in the book. But it makes no fucking sense in the movie. And well, it really pissed me off. It's not clear how long she's with him for either. I know it's, the whole thing is a year. From the first scene to the end of the year. Yeah, it's a year. But it's not clear, you know, how, how many months is she with him in the first chunk? How, how long is she with Stephen Fry? How long is she being tortured for? How long is she, like, she's out of him? Not with Stephen Fry very long, I don't think. I don't think so, but I... But I think he's... I think he tortures her for, like... In order to break her down yeah. as much as he did, that's, like, weeks. Yeah, A right? couple months. Like, that is an end. And then yeah. to go from that to to being, like, no, I, I love you. And no interaction like, between them. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> like... So stupid. Uh, so stupid. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so that's sort of the writing stuff. That was my biggest issue. Was like I, I think that. Well, I look at the ending as well because then she's making a big passionate speech that he's he's all of us and I loved him and I am Spartacus. I'm Spartacus, <laughs> uh, and it's supposed to be this big sad moment. He sacrificed himself. He's supposed to feel bad and whatever. And I didn't feel much of anything. No, I don't feel bad because he's an asshole. Because he's an asshole. I he's felt bad because Hugo, Hugo Weaving's cool. I like, I like yeah that part, but like I don't. I'm like, why are you crying over him? Yeah. I wish I would cry. I wish I could, like, care this much. Yeah, I wish I cared about him at all, but I don't. I don't. He's kind of a dick, and I think, at least for me, what what I found interesting about this movie and, and how it has related to now, you know, 15 years after its its release, and seeing how many people how many dickheads, like, don't understand V for Vendetta and just sort of put on a Guy Fox mask oh, and they're like, remember, remember, <laughs> the 5th of November. Um, when I think, and I don't know if this is the what they're trying to do with the film, but for me it really came across as both sides are flawed. Both sides are wrong. One, I think, is more wrong because it's like a fascist, you know, horrible government. But I don't think V's 
like he's right in that yeah the world shouldn't be in this situation like london and and england shouldn't be under a religious fascist government but the way he wants to do it is go murder a bunch of people and blow stuff up and then it's like well don't well no there are i think i think it's interesting that for me at least his message was flawed which is also probably part of why I didn't love the ending. Right, where he says it at one point. Um, I wrote it down. Um, something about, yeah, I like, sometimes to make change you have to kill people. Uh, and it's like, well, that's his, that's, his end, that's his thesis. Sure. Violence can be used for good, is what he says. That's the exact quote. Sure. And I don't, I don't think the movie criticizes that. I mean, no. the movie is like, oh yeah, the violence is pretty dope, though. He's pretty see, fucking dope. See his fucking cool swords. <laughs> He's a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, right. And he, and he blows up the building, and everyone's everyone's there, and it's yeah. amazed and changed, and all the bad people are dead. And he, yeah. he did it. No problems after this. He's a martyr now. We're actually done. Yeah, we're fine. I'm really tied up. Done. Finished. Revolution. That easy, baby. <laughs> That's revolution. One guy blows up one building, and the um, world is forever. But we changed. get into all that when it comes to current event, because there were so many parallels between yeah. what this movie suggests and what has happened in the past fucking year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's going to be sort of our last thing. So yeah, I just felt I felt his message was just sort of flawed. That maybe the movie needed to to criticize it yeah. in a, in a in a better way. Um, so you wanted to talk about uh, the themes that that. Uh, Sort of, sort of came up for you, and this like modern day stuff. Yeah, well, not modern day themes of the movie. Yeah, just in the movie. What did uh, I wrote it down so I know what you said? Yeah, so I've got a couple stuff. It uh, uh, stuff that I don't know. I mean, this is this, these are kind of things that came up with the, these these um, speeches and such, and and the movie. So couple things so I'm just gonna list off things I wrote down please so I wrote down he says this is a big theme words are powerful and truth is power sure um a lot of this and and this is almost going back to modern day stuff a lot of movies about the the lies the government tells uh and yeah what's the thing that guy says um our job is to report the news and not to fake it that's the government's government's job job. I was like Whoa, yeah. bro. We live in a society. We live in a society, bro. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, we, we've seen the result of what this line, like, the boy, truth no longer matters. Yeah. Right? Like, in, that, in this society, truth no longer exists. Everything is lies. Yeah. Um, and, it got, and the big theme is that uh, artists lie to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which like, felt his whole weird. thing with convincing Natalie Portman that uh, to have no fear is he lied to her but through art <laughs> through performance of torture of, of torture. literal actual performance torture of literal actual torture but the movie's saying oh that's good it worked that's good which is so whack um but do you agree with that do you agree that like artists lie to tell the truth <laughs> is what they what he says I think that's like a oversimplification of it because I don't I don't ever, I don't know. I think art has to be honest. 
I don't think art is necessarily lies. Yeah, it's not lying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just feels like a, such a simple way. Like, I goof about, like, I went to two years of acting school to yeah, learn sure, how to lie, sure. which yes. is not what happened. No. But it's a funny thing to say. Because, it's not. Yeah, the joke is, oh, but the happening on stage is all a lie. It's all fake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I'm lying on stage. But that's not but you're not true at all. That's not no. how it works. That's not how acting works. That's not how art works. That's not how performance art works. That's not how writing works. That's not how painting works. It's not how it, it's, it's just not how it works. Like, like what th- makes, as actors, I feel like what makes theater powerful on stage as an actor is that you're actually, <laughs> why it's strong is you're actually being totally honest on stage. Yeah. Right? It's the complete honesty of, of that is what makes it strong. Yeah. Um, and even though what you're saying isn't true things that are happening, the writer was speaking of, like, the human experience. Exactly. You know, and the honesty of that told through these fictional characters. Yeah. Lightsabers don't exist, but... Yeah. Fucking, I believe it. I don't know. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's not a lie. It's, and I don't think painting is lying. Yeah. Like, I don't think writing is lying. I don't think there is... I don't think art is, is lying to tell the truth. I think it's just telling the truth. Yeah. Period. So it's an odd statement. It's I, a very weird statement. I mean, I do that, agree that words are powerful of, and words are power. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, that specifically was like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> are you sure, Wachowskis? Are you? Are you, are you good? Sure, sure like, are one? you chill though? And, then, like, and, then, and now that's something from them or from the original graphic novel. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Well, then, writers of the graphic novel, you good, bro? Like, you what's <laughs> what up? What's up? Was <laughs> this Alan Moore? No. It, I don't know. I, don't I think don't it think was. So. I'll look it up. Someone else wrote it. You keep talking. I'll find it. Um, uh, this is one I was wondering if it would have a bigger theme in the movie. Uh, I mean, Alec Baldwin. Is Alan Moore? Uh, yeah, he's a crazy man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he he's all over the place. I believe that he. Yeah, Alan Moore that. and uh, illustrated by David Lloyd. Sorry, you were saying that? So, uh, Manny Port- Natalie Portman, when watching The Count of Monte Cristo, Cristo with V, he's like, do you like it? Or do you want to watch it? And she's like, I don't know. Does it have a happy ending? And he's like, yes. And she's like, okay, fine. Yeah. You know? And then, at the end of that, she's like, uh, I liked it, but, you know, he came up, he came up with the revolution thing he did about her. About revenge. Revenge, then yeah. her. And then I was I wrote this down because I thought, okay, this is obviously going to come back yeah. <laughs> later, right? Um, so I think about it now. He, that is what happens in the end. He relives. He is, you know, he does the ending kind of Monte Cristo where he does. He cares more about revenge than yeah. with the person he loves. And is it a happy ending? He is says, V for Vendetta no, yeah, a happy ending? V tells us. The Kanawachi Crisco Cristo <laughs> is a happy ending. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're paralleling this movie with that movie. Yeah. So is this a happy ending? I guess. I think so. Yeah. Like they got rid of the fascist government, right? Yeah. They did it the wrong way, I think, but they did it. Yeah. You know? So I guess yeah right. I think so. I think it is happy. I think it wants us to be happy. I think politically it's happy. I think everything else it's not happy. I don't think I don't think Natalie Portman's gonna like skip down the streets whistling a happy <laughs> tune the next day or anything. No, 
nor is like anyone else. But I think we're supposed to be like, ah, they did it. They got rid of John Hurt mm. by shooting him in the head. Yeah, fucking solved it. Yeah, done. I mean, like, yeah, punch fascists. Punch. I mean, I think punch, I'll punch a Nazi, but and, like, yeah, it's so so weird. All the, yeah, the, the the constant parallels to, to Count of Monte Cristo is is weird. I get it. I don't know if I get it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I sure get if it, it adds either. much to the film. I'm sure if I was more familiar with Count of Monte yeah. Cristo, maybe yeah. I would get it. But we watched it in like grade nine English, and I like missed a class where we were watching yeah, it, so I didn't it. actually watch all of it. Yeah, I never read it. So I know the gen- I know the general gist of <laughs> Count of Money. He goes to a castle on an island or something. Yeah, something like that. Then he's like, ah, I'm going to go kill the guy who did this to me. And then yeah. he doesn't. Or he does. He does. I don't know. Good I don't know. <laughs> Find your own tree. That's, that's next is, week's uh, podcast. Is Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> yeah, but two, two more things here. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I want to talk about, yeah, so his... his of these thesis violence can be used for good that's this whole thing sure is that do you think that's correct I think there's truth in that I think there is truth in that I think again it's sort of an over oversimplification yes um and I think V going on this like personal vendetta against all these people that have wronged like him Mm -hmm. is like that's sort of where the the, his message gets sort of messy for me because it's like yes they were bad people they did all this stuff to you and all these other people that is bad don't get me wrong but he it's like so like when he when he like murders that doctor he like sits on her bed like gives her a flower. He's very nice about it. It's very he's very nice about it. Like, is there any pain? No. It's like, well, then, do you are you angry at these people? Are you not? Is yeah. Is it is what it is still your, your own hatred, or is it like this moral thing you're yeah. trying to do? This moral judgment on it. And it just feels a little messy for me. I think it's the whole thing with V being the revol- inciting this revolution is messy. Yeah, because th- there's there's two messages going on in this movie. One is that revolution has to be done through mass efforts. Yes, right. The the whole people rise up. Yeah, and yet one man is able to avoid the entire government. Yeah, lots of people and forever, is, and, and is a super badass, and also has superpowers. Like he throws dudes like across well, alleyways. I think, I think it's suggested that when he got those injections at the hospital that he was tested on, I mean his skin all shitty. Yeah, he got superpowers. Well, his skin got all shitty because he was burnt up. Sure, but he survived that because because of the, of the injection. They yeah. said that patient number five had like responded to this thing and was powerful. Yeah, I was confused by that. Yeah. Honestly, like I was sort of like, "What the fuck?" Okay, yeah. whatever. And then there was this like dramatic shot of the Roman V yeah. Yeah. on his door, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." So okay, that's I why he's it. so strong. Like, his it's just so weird. It's just so weird. Um, but yeah, that that and those two themes is contradict each other. Is yeah. that you need. You know, revolution can't be singular. The individual can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, you, and yet, the main character is an individual who's super strong and can do all this. Yeah. 
So which is it? Like really? he kills all of them. Like he, he gets he it. gets John Hurt. He gets the whole council. Does the bomb thing? He does the bomb. He gives everyone the fucking mask. He like does it's all, all one that. person. So is the movie saying one man can change the world if he's cool and badass enough? Yeah. Or is the movie saying we all need to work together to rise up against fascism? I think they're it, telling me both. Yeah, they are telling. They are they telling me both. And I think <laughs> it's. Yeah, I think it. Because he's an idea, but he's not an idea. He's still a fucking man. He's still a dude that I know. Yeah. Like he's a dude down the street. Yeah. That I could meet. If like every time we saw V was actually a different person, you know, then it would be very different. Right. I think that would actually be much more interesting. Yeah. Because then it is. Oh yeah, this is That's, multiple people working together to do this thing. And if that was like the yeah. twist, yeah. You know, it was like, oh, surprise, V is actually a hundred people, and that's why it seems that yeah. he can do, he, singular, can, do, it can all. do all of these crazy things, but it's actually because, like, Hot Fuzz style, yeah. they're yeah. all wearing the same clothes. Yeah, it's like, it's like we are all V, except actual V was way better than all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Assholes, like... <laughs> well, all together, maybe we can be as strong as this one man, maybe? That's still but weird one-man theory stuff. Yeah. Like, it's still... And I think this is where where work. sort of the modern take on it gets so fucked up. Yeah. Because, obviously, as a, as a society, as a group of people, we all have to be anti-fascist. Or else it will just keep coming back time and time again. Mm-hmm. But the message that I think gets all fucked up is that so many people read it as, well, I can incite change. Me, myself, mm-hmm. a straight white man yep, can exactly. charge the capital. Uh-huh. If I just put on this cool mask. If I just put on this cool mask. And my fedora. And, and a fedora can... and a cape. And a cape. And my cool sword. <laughs> then I too. I well, you were the government. I studied the blade. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing personal, kid. Um, fuck. Uh, yeah. So I think that's. I think that's sort of the the flaw that people misunderstand about the about the movie is that they see, like, oh, one man inspired all this stuff. It's like, yes and no. Like, yes, he did, and that's a problem, but no, everyone needs to work together to take down a horrible John Hurt Nazi. I like that stuff in the movie. The stuff that has all the indi- the collectivism stuff. I think yeah, it works that, really moment, well. that moment uh, near the end when, like, that cop shoots the little girl who's running around in the mask, and then, like, the whole community shows up. It's a very, like, um, uh, Spider-Man 2 yes. train moment. yeah. You want to get to him, you have to go through us. It's like, yeah, yeah cool. That yeah. stuff is good. Like, yeah. that's good shit right there. Seeing a yeah. group of people come together for a common cause is always good. But yeah, the message of... And the whole ending is that, like, you know, you've got... Everyone wears the mask. Yeah, and you see everyone all the people who, like, died. died. We take it, like, 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 and they take it off, and it's like, oh, we are all... It's a nice message of, like, we're, we, 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 we all represent this one idea, yeah. but we're all still individuals working together. Yes. And that is shown really well. Yes. <laughs> but it still contradicts itself. Yes. Is the, the issue. Yeah. Because that stuff is really great, and it really works, and I like the message that that shows. Yeah. And it's done, I mean, Portman has this ham-handed speech at the end that I'm V, and you're yeah. V. Didn't need that. The image of them taking the mask off. If the movie is had all just ended without Natalie Portman's speech and God. just that wonderful, like yeah. just seeing the sea of people, it's great. 
I would have been like, cool, good job. That's good stuff. Don't hit me with head with the message. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Don't put a hat on a hat. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, Frustrating. You want to talk about other frustrating stuff, such as modern politics? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. Let's oh, you're not going, done? Baby. I mean, you still got stuff? I'm, uh, let's see. Uh, one of the things that I thought interesting was the, the amount of, um, um, I guess, not really LGBTQ, but <laughs> lesbians and gays, particularly, specifically. Yeah. Is that, I don't think I clocked this when I was younger, that, like, Stephen Fry is a gay man, the actress is a lesbian. Yeah. Like, I th- thinking back on it, it's probably one of the first movies I watched as a kid that had g- gay characters in it. Yeah. I mean, 2005 you know? is, uh, I mean, like, I mean, there had been shows and, and movies and stuff about, about, um, gay people beforehand. And this is sort of a, a shitty kill your gays yeah. trope, but I mean, it's so interesting uh, we did we did the Matrix on the podcast a while ago with a uh, friend Michael Vetch, who you know, um, and rewatching that, knowing that Lily and Lana Wachowski are trans, and this was like so, and they've like talked about yeah. in interviews that this was so clearly them both struggling with that and that issue and that and their identity in, in this like society that that you know was like no, you have to be. My you name know. is Neil. Yeah, no, like they dead, like they dead name dead the name character me. so much. It's yeah. like it's so interesting. So it was interesting that they did, you know, this trilogy about being trans in a time where they couldn't say that they were trans, and then they immediately followed it up with a movie about like the persecution of the gays. Yeah, it's so interesting yeah. that that was like, you know, the that's next step. The next step. And then they just, like, take a bunch of acid or something and do Speed Racer. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was it. Let's just have, like, a fun movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Speed Racer is crazy. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's... It is... Uh, it was also something that, like, I had no idea. I think also mainly because, like, since I've been, you know, like, a teen into, into, into my 20s and everything, every time I've seen someone who's, like all about V for Vendetta. They're like a shitty right-wing the shitty asshole. White the shitty white guys, yeah. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, uh, okay. Yeah. So I've never thought like, oh, V for Vendetta probably has gay characters in it mm-hmm. because why would that asshole like that movie mm-hmm. if they had gay ca- characters in it? Even though it is the shitty kill your gays trope. Yeah. Um, it's interesting so yeah, that never a profoundly leftist movie, I, fundamentally, I think, yeah. is taken by so many right-wing people. Right. It's crazy. Well, I think because right-wing people often don't grasp art very well. Yeah. Like it it yeah. far too much is a is a piece of media represented as like, oh, this is, you know, anti-fascist. This is anti-right-wing and they're just like, "Oh, it's fucking dope." Like, yeah, it's I fucking shoot the swords. They made the cool lines yeah. in the air. It's fucking cool, bro. Man, Captain America's fucking so good. God. Hydra's not a bunch of Nazis. What are you talking God, about? God, so it hurts. <laughs> or um, uh, there was like that that one screenshot that was going around that was so fucking funny, and it was like, "This is what America's all about." Like just two men being men. And it's a screenshot from Brokeback Broke Mountain. Down and yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you don't get it, do you? Oh no, oh, boy. oh shit, dude. Oh fuck. 
It's embarrassing. How embarrassing are yeah. <laughs> all these people? Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Is that Was that your last That's pretty weird much, thing that you wrote I had down? I one small note. I was like, I, w- I was interested in that um, both Natalie Portman and the... <laughs> I forget Natalie Portman's character. Evie. Um, yeah. Like, were we born within, like, extremes of... Opposites, opposite extremes of nature, almost. He's reborn in fire. Yeah, she's reborn in. Yeah, they really rain hit you over the head with that smack so you with many it. times. Uh-huh. I was like, because because in that first moment when she like lifts up her arms, I was like, oh, this is just like the scene that you are now showing me in this like like cut between mm-hmm. them both. Like I was yeah. like, you didn't have to. I got it. Yeah. Like I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. And maybe that's a comic thing that might honestly be I could see, I could see like a panel, 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 panel sort yeah. of thing. And so they were just like, let's just do that in the movie instead of trusting our audience to like get it. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, that moment I was like, oh, yeah, this is just like the. Uh, but it's the opposite. It's rain. It but it's the opposite, fire. though. So it's, What does that mean? I was wondering if they were going to do more with that, but they did not. No. <laughs> they could have. I'm here for, like, the, the nature they, Nature changes you. Nature can be, you know, power yeah. and stuff, but they don't really get into it. They don't really get into most of the things yeah. that are brought up in this film. Yeah. They really love dipping their toes in, in a lot of different things and never quite diving in. Yeah. Let's get into politics. Yeah, so, fun. <laughs> the, the, we got like 10 minutes left. All right, let's, I'll go fucking fast. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, we, can, we can talk politics all day, baby. So I'm just going to go through chronologically what I wrote down here. Let's do it. Uh, uh, cops shoot first. When, when they, yeah, holy shit. I was like, one, that, and also Batman. Is that, the, 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 that, that Dark Knight scene? Yeah. The Joker masks? Yeah. But yeah, that's a good little bit. Yeah, right at the top, they're yeah. like, yeah, cops fucking suck. They suck. And I was like, you right. This is awful. This is, like, all kinds mm-hmm. of bad in mm-hmm. so many different ways. I like that they, like, started recording the scene so that they could then edit and doctor it later. Like, they were like, get cameras. Oh! And then they changed it. That part. I yeah. thought you were talking about the part where the cops try and rape Natalie Portman. Oh, no. At the very beginning. No, no, no. I mean... Because right at the top, they're like... Yes, cops are immediately bad. Immediately. The worst look people. At, look at these three cops yeah. trying to rape this one woman. Yeah. It's this whole, I was like, this is how this movie starts? I was like, fucking... What? And Jesus that, Christ! It goes from that, this like, horrible, like disgusting, almost rape scene. To... to trust me. Come with, no, come no, with me. Right, this that, strange masked man. The alliteration. He's like... Oh yeah, the and it's the goofiest stuff. And like, you just went from attempted rape to Hugo weaving, rapping alliteration at me through his guy Fox mask. Fucking MF Doom over here. Like this, this is swinging so widely. Yeah, in tone, it's very strange. But yeah, the 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 filming thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's. Okay, sure. A lot of stuff that feels like very modern. The, yeah, you know? very turn off your body cam. Yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah, or situation. or like think about all of the edited footage when the uh, Black Lives Matter yeah, matter are happening. Stuff, yeah. They would like cut footage to show cops being good, or like yeah. try to think, try to show us that oh, protesters destroyed this cop car, but not show the cops two minutes before beating up yeah. a defenseless man, right? Or or just like shots of like 
you know, here's cops smiling and like posing for pictures. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, here's what, and then here's a video of five minutes later Them. when they are like beating the yeah. shit out of a bunch of protesters. Yeah. And it's just, man, cops suck. Cops suck. I fucking hate cops. This movie knows. A- Welcome back. <laughs> a cab forever. Um, let's see. And then. Yeah, the the parallel between the 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 talk show, the evil, shitty conservative talk show host, and Trump. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he started talking, like at the, because yeah. he's right at the start too. I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is Trump." Fifteen years ago, uh-huh. and he had like everything. It was like he, this guy's a narcissist. Yeah. He wants to like he's talking about he's talking about like physically fighting V. He's like, I could punch him. I could beat him up. Yeah. Um, if I was there. If I was there, I yeah. could have, you know. Um, he's a TV host. He's saying his catchphrase is "Is England prevails." England Basically, prevails, and also mag- the like, mega. yeah, and also the the um, weird like religious thing of 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 uh, what is it? Strength through unity, mm-hmm. unity through faith. Yeah, is like wild because like. Uh, you know, all the MAGA assholes are like, oh, Trump is a man of God. He was sent by God Jesus. to do all these things. And he's going to save us from the death. Have you seen that video of that woman, like, crying her eyes out um, that Trump didn't do anything to stop Biden oh, getting, getting inaugurated? It was so funny. I was like, oh, my I can't dear even, I can't Lord. I watch that stuff. It's awful. It's so but it just, like, popped up. It was just, like, I think it was on Reddit. And it was yeah. just, like... I was just, oh god, she's yeah. ball like she is mm. in so much emotional distress, and I'm like, oh my god, holy shit, this is a we are in a nightmare. Like yeah. I was just yeah. like, oh god, yeah. And but yeah, it's the interesting. Trump thing is wild. Yeah, that was like very directly. Oh, this is a Trump is Trump here. Fifteen like, years 15 ago. Fifteen years ago. Well, even further even more, than that. Fucking 1982 yeah. when, when the book yeah. came out. Uh, then so many like. He just says with his appearance, you know, he's yeah. like it's uh, it's one for one. He's an idiot. This <laughs> is a big idiot. He, he speaks to people as if you know with um, uh, they're they're also idiots. He speaks yeah. he speaks lowbrow. Um, but so does Stephen Fry. Yeah. In his show, which is supposed to be you know is critical. Yeah. Of satire. It, but it still goes. Like yakety sax, fucking. Yeah, that was... As they're like chasing each other oh through the thing, God. I was like, and when he was like, "This is quite possibly the best oh. show I've ever done." I was like, "Hard hitting satire." Y- yakety sax is the best show you've ever done, Stephen Fry. Are you sure about that, my dude? It's it's like <laughs> slapstick comedy. I just did. Yeah, um, um, I like that they got. John Hurt to pretend to be John Hurt yeah. for it. I thought that was funny. Because yeah. I was like, is that just John Hurt? But they dyed his goatee a weird color. Yeah, and I was like, that's great. That's yeah. very funny. Um, but yeah, then all the... That, I was like, the like exploding cigar, tying the shoelaces together. Not I was funny, just like, what is happening? This is, is not... It, it is that we fucking stooges here? Yeah. Like, I was God. like, this is so not... This doesn't pass as comedy, let alone satire of a, of your fascist leader. Well, I think but like so uh, we never see people on the side of the government. So we uh, we always cut to the same three families, right? Yes. Of, like the regular people yeah. and they're fucking laughing at this thing 
they seem to, in the end, those people are all wearing the masks. Yeah. Well, everyone is. Um, yeah, but we never see anyone who's, like, a regular person and is on the side of the government who's a, who's a radical, right? Like, uh, I'm, like imagine... Well, you see some people sort of, like, you know, in the in the bars and stuff, like... But they all laugh at... They, so imagine, like... But, like, if you do... It, okay, I'm imagining that in, in this world, they like if they're banning art and books and music yeah. and all this different stuff, you probably just don't see a lot of comedy right. in general. Right, sure. So then to see a comedic thing, as dumb as it is, for us, for them it might be the first time they've ever heard Yakety Sax. Yeah. Like, who knows? Yeah. And when you first hear Yakety Sax, it slaps. Like, it's great. Um, but moving on, I think, you know. And, and you see and you see the, the news, like, like just blatantly lie multiple times. And, and I don't know if the movie needs to show you the people who are, like, indoctrinated. That's fair. Into it, because I think this was... I think this, this movie... And the book were both very much written and made in times where it was like, well, no one would be a fuck, no one would be a fascist, right? No one would right. defend no one would, would be fascism. like chanting for fascism. Yeah, yeah. Just because now in 2020 we have seen that happen, yeah, and we are like, oh god, this is so horrible. Yeah, this is almost being too kind of fascism because this this only yeah. bad guys the government and the military. Even yeah. they're like, oh, I'll put bank gun down. The cops are shitty. The cops are the only yeah. When the military ones. like is like, are, like lower your weapons. Yeah. I'm like, they wouldn't do that. They would shoot everybody. Well, and there's no, and we know it's real. Life, there's no anti V for Vendetta protests happening. There's no anti yeah. Guy Fox protests, and there would yeah. be. <laughs> there fucking would be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Next. Yeah, let's keep going. Next so, parallel. Uh, this is a very okay. No, let's bring it up. <laughs> v, v at the line it says uh, if we run away no no, no uh, Evie's parents say this if we run away they win in response to leaving the country yeah I found that as <laughs> Alan Burton <laughs> living in a province full of shitty conservatives an interesting yeah. line in my own life I, I, I've had this conversation with people before of being like why the fuck would why do you want to stay yeah. like I know people who like our roommate who are like totally fine with just living here yeah. forever, and I know people who are mar- like marginalized folks who are also like, yeah, I'll just stay here. And I'm like, why would you want to stay in a place that hates you? Yeah, like I. It's gonna make your life worse. And a like straight dude, like white, six feet tall. I am what this province oh, yeah. is trying to protect. And holy shit, do I want out of here so fast. Yep. So I couldn't imagine as a marginalized person staying. And if, yeah, if in V for Vendetta world, where protesters are the marginalized folks, that they're like, let's just, we'll stay. We won't protect ourselves or our child. Let's just risk everything in this horrible fascist 
Well, but like they have a point though. Like like if we just leave your home to these shit people and there's no one left to fight against the shit people, you're letting it, you know, fall into ruin and it's 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 gone forever. Right? And if you have this connection of well I can't let the bad people win, like I'll do something, you know. Uh, I'm gonna stay and fight it, even if it means you know I'm gonna die. It's interesting. I, I found it, you know. It struck home. Yeah. Someone I like where I live. I like Edmonton. Yeah. You know, sure. and I have a lot of people I love here, and I wish it felt like a place I had more of a future. Yeah. Um, and that that message of well, if we leave, they win. Struck a chord, of. You know, <laughs> are there things I would want to fight for in in where I live with the politics was? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I definitely get that. And even like if I'm if someone in the U.S. with who has had Trump for four years, right? A lot of people left. A lot of people were like I'm going to stay and fight this shit. Yeah, you know, I think I think the thing about it for me, at least in the movie, is like this is like a Nazi government. They are, yeah. they are, they no. are like getting, like they're taking people <laughs> off the streets, and it's like, if I was of the Jewish faith yeah. in Nazi Germany, there. I would leave so fast, like yeah. I would want to leave immediately. So if you are a person that the government is trying to take away and kill. Why would you stay? Is sort of where where I was at, at least in the movie. In real life, I still want to leave the horrible place. No, oh, for sure. Um, as much as I I want a better future for Alberta and a better future for for the people I know and love here, I am just I've just seen Alberta rise and then immediately fall so hard that I was like oh we're never going but like we're not gonna fix this anytime soon yeah so I don't want to I'll go to a place that my side has already made progress I guess like I'm gonna go yeah to a city in a province that that is fighting a bit harder and, and winning yeah you know because we were conservative for 40 some odd years and then we got a couple years of, of left and then we went right straight back. Right back. back. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But this may be one of the first things that, that made me be like, I get why someone would stay. Yeah, uh, sure. And, and a progressive would stay here and try to fight. Yeah. You know? I could, I, I, yeah, I understand what you mean. Uh, let's, let's move on. Um, let's do it. Let's, I found like just the small things, but like the, so much of this movie is about a virus and epidemic and obviously in this movie it's like, um, government created to like yeah. create get get political power. Another weird thing that right wing people believe. <laughs> we just especially <laughs> theories all all abound. But like, <laughs> um, interesting that like it took an epidemic to make the world this to make the the UK fascist, yeah. right? Um, control and fear, and that the epidemic gave the authoritarian the power to become authoritarian. Yeah, I think about how if Trump had just not <laughs> fucked up. His response to the pandemic, he'd be in his second term right now. Yeah, that's very you know? true. Um, you'd have three hundred thousand more people to vote for him. Yeah, and like all you have to do is confront this thing well, and like think about Bush and nine eleven, right? Yeah. Um, this was a godsend. Good thing he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, Jesus. Um, and same with like the ending had like just just the, the Black Lives Matter like pro- the protests happened in the movie, right? Yeah. 
I found it interesting that like everyone in the end had masks on for the protest, mm-hmm. and even the, the military had masks on. Yeah. And it was just this weird like parallel to our riots, everyone being masked, but for a different reason. Yeah. But they happened to all be hiding their faces and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then or even even the, just the parallels of of the of the com- like not even for medical reasons. Uh, to the Hong Kong protests because mm-hmm. they have facial recognition yes. everywhere yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to like if they yeah. want to safely protest they have to be unrecognizable yeah. like you can like like you can buy like little, little projectors that you wear like on your head that will yeah. like project a different face onto your face so that you don't get recognized there like it's so yeah. some crazy shit in Hong Kong um, yeah that like is still fucking happening. Like, it's just, it's not ending at any point. And, like, funny that they did that. So in this movie, when they protest and go to the parliament, they all wear fucking masks so they don't get yeah. caught. And then we and saw then they're like, actual... like, take it off! We saw actual Americans protest a few weeks ago. Not a mask in sight. Not a mask maybe. in sight. Because it's not real. And now what's happened to it's them? It's fake. The government's catching them. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And then they're crying in court and like fucking idiots. they're crying little babies. Yeah. Did you see the stuff from the lawyer of the guy who took the podium? No, what did he say? He was like, there's not much I can do. <laughs> there's a photo. Like, he said it to the press or something. He was like, yeah. they were like, is there anything, like, a, some, yeah. like, Bloomberg or, or whatever the fuck, some right-wing yeah. Prager you or whatever. Sure. Like, talked to, talk to their lawyer and was like, I can't really do it. Like, they have a photo of my client with it in his arms I can't there's not much I can't deny the he's photo he's smiling for the camera yeah like, it's like, like it's so funny uh, that they were like oh yeah this is great we're totally fine here and now they're all like wait my actions have consequences I didn't know it's a revolution blah, they pushed blah. me out the door and maced me all I did was storm the like Congress. most protected building in America which we did get into quite uh, easily, but they, but they pepper sprayed they just me. Just wanted to take hostages. It's we just had zip ties just for fun. I'm a patriot. I'm a patriot. Fuck. God, uh, have you seen that video of the of the of the <laughs> cop walk like seeing like walking the dude with the weird bear head thing oh, yeah, on yeah. into the into the Senate like office, uh, and they're like, he's like, is there any chance I can get you guys to leave? And they're just like, no. And he doesn't do anything. It's like, oh god, it's so whack. <laughs> it's so whack. They live in like an alternate reality. Yeah. Um, bananas. Yeah. Bananas. And hey, you got any? any uh, well, one fun tiny one thing. Final thing. Tiny small thing. There, there was a civil war happening in the U.S. during all this movie. Yeah. Interesting little uh, yeah little tidbit there. That was yeah. I was like, damn. What is this? Twenty twenty. <laughs> Doesn't it take place in like twenty twenty one or something? Supposed to be, because they mentioned back in twenty fifteen at one point that it Valerie says yeah Valerie the writes like back in in twenty fifteen this happened. Um. Yeah. So the the book takes place in the 1990s but it is a future story because it yeah. came out in 82 oh it came out on november 4th or it was supposed to come out on november 4th originally 
which is funny. Um, it does not tell me the year that it takes place in on the Wikipedia page. It's like it was like generically the 2000s. But but Valerie, I like I because I noted it because she said 2015. 2015. Okay. I thought she said 2005. No, she said when she's with. Uh, yeah, she says 2015. Mm. I'm I'm 97% sure. No, I'm sure. Yeah. That it takes place around now. So I, I also think I've seen people on Twitter being like, "Oh, you're yeah, isn't this crazy? Yeah. Like this is like now." I think my biggest takeaway with this, uh, at the end of this discussion and the movie, yeah, in terms of this movie as looking at revolution and the possibility of fascist fascism in the current world and in you know current uh, democracies is how much the lack of uh, social media and phones being in the movie <laughs> makes it feel so aged. Yeah. In terms of how these things actually work. Yeah. There's no hashtag. No hashtag. Going around. There's no one with their fucking phones everywhere. Yeah. There's no like. Yeah. The, people the, being the, radicalized the, online. Yeah. The government is is the only media like people who can have a camera yeah. handily. Yeah. In 2005, like right now, everyone's yeah. walking around. Like, I can pull out my phone and mm-hmm. fucking film anything. Yeah. People shoot movies on phones. Like, yeah. and that, that felt lacking. Like, yeah. okay, then, like, or even, you know, him being able to get away with all this stuff, like, it just seems so impossible with, yeah. the, with current technology yeah. <laughs> and how the world's changed. Well, they do say at one point, like, no, he left no fingerprints, no hair. This guy's yeah. a ghost. Yeah. You know? So he's good at what he like does. The, like trying to figure. Oh, we don't. We we have images of Evie. We don't know who she is yet. I'm like you can fucking Facebook her in like ten <laughs> seconds to find her. Like Natalie Portman. Yeah, right. It can't. We have her face, but I don't know where she is yet. Go yeah. do my police searching. Like, well, no. Like it'd be so easy to find her. Yeah. Like all this stuff. What a time. Yeah. Uh, well, that's gonna be the end of the podcast. My name is Sam Bannigan. My name is Benjamin Oscar. Uh, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod on all the different social medias, uh, namely Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can uh, support us by following us on all those things. Uh, or you can also join Lennox Studios in producing the show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yacht, yacht, yacht. Uh, for as little as five bucks a month, uh, you can get a bonus episode every single month. Oh, shit. Oh, no, I need to do a bonus episode. And Andrew doesn't have a microphone. Emma? Shit. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I just realized that. I'll talk to him about it. We'll figure it out. Um, uh, so if you have if you have money to spare, that is the the really wonderful way you can support us. Uh, if you don't have any money to spare, that's totally we totally get it. Uh, this entire Patreon has existed exclusively within the pandemic. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, if you want to support the show, you can like uh, the track, review us on all the different uh, platforms, podcatchers and such. Um, that is a great way to support the show. Uh, and the best way to support the show, if you don't have any money, is truly and honestly, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. Share an episode. We've done like almost 160 of these fucking things. We have seen and talked about a movie that your friends like or dislike and we talked about it um so please recommend us uh, to all your friends word of mouth is the best way to support the show um and and with that 
Uh, I, I am Spartacus. <laughs> we are all V. We are all V. We are all Spartacus. <laughs> it's weird. I'm playing Starpunk right now. My character's <laughs> name is V. This guy's name is oh, V. Oh, yeah. He was kind of me for a loop the whole time. Whoa. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah.